The Monday Night Raw after Survivor Series. We're living in a post-Undertaker era. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Here to talk about everything that happened on Monday Night Raw, Matt Morgan. Tonight, three hours, was the what? show the showtime tonight. How long did it feel to you watching tonight's Monday Night Raw? Eight hours, and why did you refer to me as Matt Morgan? Why can't I just be Matt? Uh, I, like to be, I like to be formal, you know? Uh, and just if someone's joining in for the first time. Yeah, I want them to know. We got Matt Morgan, the blueprint, here on the podcast. Rocking the 2007 TNA hat. Oh, that's nice. Nice. (laughs) That's had some, uh, that's, that has some mileage on it. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, this felt like a very long show tonight. The last hour was stacked, but they, it was almost like they strategically programmed it to feel as long as humanly possible. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they didn't, as far as, like, entertaining promos and stuff, I didn't think this show had much of that. Um, but, you know, it had it had some good matches and stuff that made sense. And so, you know, it just, I, I don't know if it's the two nights in a row, but tonight's show just felt really long to me as well. Stone Cold's uh, podcast with Undertaker was amazing. I'm a half cool. hour in. Amazing. I suggest yeah. everybody go watch that. Don't watch Raw. No, I suggest <laughs> you go and watch all the cameos that Undertaker shot in character uh, that are being shared on social media today. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, we, got, we got a bunch of those on Wrestling Inc. Oh what? Wait, what did he do? These cameo videos. <laughs> a thousand bucks it. a pop. thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. Good on him. Go get it. Get that money. <laughs> he, he protected that character for 30 years. Go cash in. And it is amazing on cameo. The things celebrities will say normally for not oh, a very big amount of money. Dude, one of my friends, like not really a good, yeah, one of my friends, he showed me a cameo of a birthday video from Andrew Dice Clay, and he was completely bombed. Yeah, he's like he's like arguing with his wife in the background. It was hilarious, and I go, that was worth whoever bought that for you. <laughs> I mean, so Undertaker, the one I watched today where he's giving a shout out to all elite Scooby-Doo and congratulating him on his upcoming wedding and that his uh, cur- his life as a single man will rest in peace. Uh, that was worth every cent of that $1,000. <laughs> Goodness gracious. The stuff people pay for. Does he dress in, is he in gimmick? Oh, yes. Yeah. And he's doing the voice. He's selling it, man. He's... This isn't like... He's like, he's, it's like someone yeah, yeah. asked him to thank Vince McMahon, which was kind of <laughs> he's like, I thank Vince McMahon for my career. <laughs> that's that's a thousand bucks. He's, he's in his character. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with, the, with the hat and everything. Yeah. You got to see it. Hey, you got a family to feed. Um, I, I can't say anything bad about it because I would, too. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, again, it's always so weird to see it because he protect, like, I'm so grateful that he protected his character sure. as a full grown ass man, him showing me how to do like this blow up drill when we were overseas still out of every wrestler I've met, he's and Hulk Hogan to a degree too, still little six year old, eight year old, 10 year old Matt Morgan's going bonkers inside his head. Like yeah. this is a huge, huge superstar. Like, there is no getting past that with him. There just isn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, so like I always appreciated him staying in gimmick, staying in character, because even though I was a wrestler myself, I still was a humongous fan. And when he would come on, it's just, like, in awe. I just, you know what I mean? I'd watch him from the beginning of him walking through the gorilla 
mm-hmm. and then when he'd slow his entrance once he get through the curtain, I'm like, I could never do that. I you could not pay me enough money. I would physically not be able to walk that slow on purpose. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, like he was so detailed. It's harder than it seems. Like just try. It is. It. Yeah. You're, 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 you think about it, the big matches he's in too. So like he was wrestling Eddie Guerrero, I think, or something like that. A huge match, main event. And I'm like, how is he not like super excited about this? Adrenaline running where he could still calm it down and stick to his character. Walk slowly walk into the ring, man. I was always so impressed by that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's awesome. You know, there have been some people who are saying that they really should have held off on the the taker retirement, the, the farewell last night until they had people and done something else, you yeah. know, at the Survivor Series. And because, you know, but piping in the thank you taker chants and things like I that. I still dug it because I don't think I wasn't I didn't have any doubt that that was fake, meaning like everyone at home was doing that, in my opinion. Yeah. And if there was an arena, they would have done it. Is it the same as a real arena? No. But guys, th- this was their 30th anniversary for him. Yeah. You can't, re- you can't recreate day. that date. You can't recreate that date. And you can yeah, still redo this. Do yes. Because he, once he's in the Hall of Fame, remember when Warrior was inducted yeah. and he was on Raw, he did his big speech on Raw. You can do the yeah. same thing with Taker where he's inducted in the Hall of Fame, does his Hall of Fame speech, and then also <laughs> does his speech on Raw. And that, would, have, that being his like, goodbye. When's WrestleMania? April? Yeah. April. We think there'll be people? Uh, yeah, they're planning on it. Okay, so if that's the case or it's like half of an arena... I, if it's half of an arena, I would still wait to the following year. Yeah, yeah. I would do it there with a jam-packed arena, people back to normal again. Yeah, and he does his speech then the day after. I agree. I, this year, do the Hall of Fame like that you were supposed to do last year with the NWO oh, and yeah. Batista, and you know, do that, and then wait for Taker until a full full arena. And, oh, that's right. There wasn't like an acceptance speech or no. anything, was there? It? There wasn't yeah. even a night. There was no ceremony. There was nothing. They just sort of dropped it. And I have to give WWE credit for this, though, with the exception of Hall of Fame. Think of all the movies now that are like Wonder Woman's coming out on Christmas Day on HBO Max. Yeah. Like Ghost, but the new Ghostbusters got pushed to next summer and all these things got pushed back. Hollywood and entertainment largely has been on hold. And I give the WWE credit because they did kind of push pause a little bit in the build up to Mania, but they said, you know what? We're going to keep things moving forward. We're not going to be deterred. We still, the show must go on and we're going to keep putting out new entertainment. And and I was in a precarious position because I got hit up by all the news stations here because it's local. Uh-huh. Uh, Vince McMahon, WWE Vince McMahon, they kept using his name instead of WWE, which is funny. Half of them called him Ed McMahon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't even get the owner's name right. Like, I don't even think we should be doing this interview. How is, disrespectful. Is but, Ed McMahon more famous than Vince McMahon? Yes, absolutely. Yes. T- yeah. Today? Today? Uh, to people over to people over the age of 35. I'm going to say. <sighs> over I, the age I, of 50. Se- yes. We all yeah, know who he is. Dude, John, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but... We're over 40. Say, well, yeah, true. 44 here. All of us. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, though, like, so, like, I was in a tough spot because I was in an elected official position asking my opinion. Mm. Hey, should you be opening? And I, as mayor, had just really, you know, talked to our city, talked to everybody about the importance of taking care of our small business owners by mm-hmm. ordering online, doing drive throughs um, and really thinking outside the box hard, right? And meanwhile, my old company staying open. Um, so like they're trying to angle it that way. And then there, some of them were really trying to angle it like, hey, hint, hint, elbow, elbow, nudge, nudge. Is this a 
is this like a favor from the president directly to 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 Ed McMahon? You know what I mean? <laughs> to Ed McMahon? Well, maybe from the is, governor. They were the, through the governor. It yeah. is like what they were kind of like. Some of them were nudging, like trying to paint it as, and I had to stop them. And, and, and I'm like, look, I, I'm a former wrestler there. I'm very proud of being able to live out childhood dream and say I did that. Yeah. And I go, but at the end of the day, I promise you one thing. This this is literally Vince McMahon thinking he is helping America yeah. by, by providing entertainment. This dude is so patriotic. And he's, I swear to you, it's not a work. It's not an act. It's not a way to make more money. It's He really believes it. That, and to a degree, I, I kind of agree in, in a certain way, that, that at, at that time, when COVID first hit, we really, really desperately needed a form of entertainment. Everything mm-hmm. was canceled. All the sports shows, games, everything was everything. dead in the water, stopped. And that's a scary time when all you can do is watch news, 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 and more news about, guess what? People are dying. There's a coronavirus. Like, it's scary. It was a scary time. So, like, I give them credit for wanting to do the right thing by giving everybody something to get their minds off. Because say what you want about wrestling, even when it's crappy, like tonight, it still gets my mind off of my job. It gets my mind off of the stress that's going on here under my roof with my family, whatever that's going on. Uh, it's a great escape for all of us. And, and during mm-hmm. that time, I, I so I said that much. I go, look, am I sticking up for him because I used to wrestle there? I'm sticking up for him because he really believes he's helping people. I swear yeah. to you, he believes it in his heart. I mean, thinking about it, Raj, when was the last time Raw or SmackDown didn't run a new <laughs> episode? And I brought up 9-11, by the way. Yeah. That was a huge deal for America, if you remember. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've had pre-taped episodes. Yeah, they've never had an... Uh, yeah. The only time close was the night that uh, Chris Benoit died, where they aired a oh, bunch yeah. of highlight you know, yeah. like clips. And that's the only night uh, where they did anything like a rerun. I couldn't imagine being in his shoes, Vince's shoes that night, or the, the company's shoes. Wasn't it like during the actual broadcast that they found out what he really did? And they're like, yeah, because they were airing a tribute. <laughs> like they right. were... So remember that part when we were saying like what an amazing man and wrestler he was? <laughs> Ignore it. Like, do you remember? Like, that's what it felt like. And I, yeah. I was like, oh my, yeah like, I you didn't see any of that. Yeah, we were just playing. We were just joking. <laughs> but. Like, seriously, do you yeah. guys remember that? Like, I couldn't yeah. even fathom being put in that position. No, I mean, if- th- that day, that night was so surreal. And uh, and then when during the show, because that's when I was, because we I was on the you know phone that whole time. And you start oh, hearing, God. like, the news reports coming in, the, yeah. like, from the Dude, police that Benoit was, yeah. My, my, my eyes were glued to Nancy Grace's show. <laughs> uh, everybody's show yeah. I've never watched before. No, if you were making a series like the Larry Sanders show or something about the entertainment industry. And you did an episode with that storyline of doing the tribute. Then the details come out and they have to like 11th hour, like people wouldn't believe it. They'd be, that's too far fetched. Something like that yeah. could never possibly happen in yeah. real entertainment and, or sports. Yeah. And it came out during the, like during the middle is when it was like out, out on the internet. Yeah. Yes. And then it's like, what do you do at that point? Do you just stop? You have nothing else lined up. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. That's but anyway, a tough one. Yeah, and, and yeah, so and it's not to make light of the situation, but yeah, no, I mean, but it's just no, crazy. It's no, crazy that that happened. Right. No, no, no. Real quick, uh, Chris went with the five dollar troopers saying, "So when are we getting the WWE documentary, The Life and Times of Friendship?" Frog, Glenn would watch that. I glad Lana would. didn't go through a table tonight. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for tuning what's in. French? 
well, no. What's Friendship Frog? The in the Firefly Fire Funhouse. Fire 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 the Friendship oh, Frog. Oh yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> that was the high point of the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, it's Z said, just saw Steph's episode of Undercover Boss, and that was one giant eye roll. Got to get back to taking care of these patients. Happy Thanksgiving, guys, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Thank you for doing what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I saw that, and I noticed this too. Ian Gomes saying, how high does Matt Riddle have to be to say, I want to be WWE Championship instead of WWE Champion? Yeah, he said that. He sounded, he did sound high as F. Maybe he's just nervous AF. But Matt Riddle seems like the kind of guy that buys a bag of oregano that someone ripped him off with, smokes it anyhow, and then goes around for the next six hours talking about how high he is. So I think it's just his natural (laughs) demeanor. He's that guy, huh? Yeah, Yeah, a few good men. Uh, Krana Shah saying, uh, you heard Adam Pierce saying Drew Mackenfart. That was another little thing. And Sacred Monkey Bone just uh, with the super chat. Thank you. I will say this. Matt Riddle finally did one thing tonight that endeared me to him. One thing. When he was talking to MVP, not the stupid business ideas, which wasn't funny, but when he called him bro and MVP said, I'm not your bro, and Matt had a genuine disappointed, aww. Like, that was the one part. I was like, Matt Riddle, that's the one likable, <laughs> endearing thing he's done. He seemed genuinely disappointed. I did, I did laugh at that. But aside from that, I do not like that guy at all. Wow. Yeah. Wow, stiff. He's he's great in the ring, and I and and let's yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. And we'll just once we get to Raj, the promo. I expect that from you. I, I <laughs> I've never heard Glenn Rubinstein say he doesn't like anybody. <laughs> There's just something, and maybe it's growing up in California and knowing That's like a stereotype. I mean, I've known a lot of Matt Riddles in my life. Yeah, oh, I bet. Yeah. Like the kind of guy that wears Vans and Vision Streetwear, but doesn't actually skateboard or like or ride, ride a BMX bike. bike. Yeah. 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 Posers. Yeah. Just posers, yeah. as it were. And the stuff they're scripting him. I don't know if it's the stuff they're scripting him or his delivery. Scripted. Uh, it's just really, it's just really. He, he was still feeling his, he's still feeling out his delivery. And NXT, his, he wasn't ready yet with his promos. I thought his promo in that opening segment was the worst of all the guys in the ring. You know, Seamus getting mad over, you know, Fireface or whatever uh, is is pretty irritating as well. But I thought Matt Riddle was the worst in that opening segment. Is Fireface, like, is that supposed to be the emoji? Like, what what is it? No, it's because he's got red red hair. Just Fireface. Yeah. It's like a stupid nickname. Yeah, it's third third grade. So they're all out in the ring tonight. We open with the the men's Raw Survivor Series team out there talking about their clean sweep last night. And of course, there's disagreements. There's strife now that they won. Sure. Uh, yes. And uh, who's going to face Drew McIntyre? We're going to have a series of matches tonight that are going to do a triple threat next week to decide mm-hmm. who's going to face Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman like attacked Adam Pierce. Headbutted him. Yeah. That was uh, something, but that that was legit, right? That wasn't like a makeup bruise later no, on. No, no, that wasn't. If you if you watch it back, he he missed him by quite a bit. The makeup artist did a very good job with that bruise on the top of Adam Pierce's head. I will yeah. give them credit for that. Um, oh, and then <laughs> here's here's an example. Matt Riddle wondered aloud and said he pinned King Corbin, and he wondered if that made him King Bro. I think it does. I think you should start calling yourself that, King Bro, <laughs> KB. He said, hey, d- hey, bro, I want to be a WWE championship. <laughs> I, if I, if I, yeah, if I pin King Corbin, does that make me kingdom? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's you know when people make the comparisons to Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam wasn't a caricature. Uh, he was like laid back, but he wasn't like he didn't do like the loud shouting promos. But he wasn't a caricature like this. This no, is like a shaggy caricature. That shoot that was shoot RVD all the time. Yeah, he wasn't acting. Yeah. I'm dead serious. If you had a conversation with him backstage, that's how he is. He's, he's yeah. chill. He's always chill and cool. Right. Coolest guy in the room, always. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If they pair Matt Riddle with a big cartoon dog, maybe maybe then I'll come around. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> yes. Um. So. Scooby. Yes. Scooby and Shaggy. Um, got, it. got it. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> so we had a Raw Tag Team title match tonight. The Hurt Business versus The New Day. Uh, New Day doing two banger matches back to back last night losing the street profits tonight with the hurt business tried to do a double count out uh and then they restarted the match tonight uh new day picking up the win felt this was good but raj you're a big uh fan of the hurt business i think yes if if it's time to get the belts on these guys and have them be the tag title tag team title holders i feel like they're already missing the boat on this one yeah if you just keep beating them every week by the time they win the tag titles it's just it well, means it's nothing. Pointless. It's pointless. Yeah, dude. It's about time to make them the world tag team championships. <laughs> I'm not gonna let this go. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm worried about is this is gonna turn into Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Who oh. I mean they had good matches, but just every week and every no. week they're just no. because they're no. the only tag teams on Raw right now. There's no other tag teams, right? I'm, am I missing that? Retribution? They weren't even on the show tonight. Um, Viking Raiders? Warriors? They're, they're injured. Oh. Uh, or uh, Ivar's, you know, had surgery. So, yeah, there's like no other tag team. So I could see us being in that loop of the same match over and over. We don't want the yeah. Viking Raiders anyway. Well, I'll do one better, Matt. Pair Eric up with Tucker from Heavy Machinery. Shut and up. Don't even put that out to the universe. <laughs> don't. Please don't. Please yeah. don't. Vince wouldn't even know the difference. If you put Tucker in the makeup, I guarantee no. you Vince would yeah, never even know. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, here's how bad it is for Tucker. He wasn't even in that battle royal last night. Yeah. Nathan McCrimmon with the super chat saying, hey, guys, I thought the start of the show was weak. Riddle looked like he was on Z-Quill sleep medicine and was trying to stay awake. Uh, yeah. Sports Gamer for Life asking when the Liv Morgan doc is on the WWE Network. I believe that is this week. Oh, um, what's the doc on? Um, and the X with the super chat. It is, uh, geez, I'm forgetting exactly right now, but because I saw Lana had one, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, I haven't I got like WWE. They produce so many, uh, so many great documentaries, and it, they need I to mean, do more. They need to do more. I'm paying money for that thing, and I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth anymore. And where is my Matt Morgan? Where is he now? Documentary talking yes. about everything you're doing, dude. They contacted me like a year ago mm-hmm. to do one, and I'm like, still waiting. No big deal. It's got to be <laughs> tough being, you know, the second most famous former professional wrestler mayor. It's got to be. Cold there in Kane's shadow. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I mean, but you know what I'm talking about, though. It's kind of weird, right? It's like because if you're like, hey, we've got a former professional wrestler mayor. Oh, is it Kane? No, it's Matt Morgan. Oh, I don't like, know. I, I I do more national stuff than Glenn does, though. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm a Turning Point USA guest speaker. Yeah. I, no, it's not discredit. I mean? I'm just saying I feel like he's that's kind of his shtick. That's his thing. Um. 
So that documentary airs this Sunday. Just oh, there you go. What's yeah. it on though? On the network. Oh, gee, is it? Because I, I thought it was on MTV. No, <laughs> I meant, I meant, like, what's it about about Liv Morgan? No, it's not, it's like she ain't even on TV. I think it's like Lana, the same thing. Like, it's just you know. I thought that was weird that they did one on Lana. Did you see the clip of her just being really upset, um, t- basically talking about how Rusev is no longer with her? Good, because and... I hope that that's on there. I hope they, well, okay. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, it's it. out. Yeah, there's a clip of it that we have on Wrestling Inc. where she talks about how hard it's been. And on social media, when she had the fans in the crowd, at least she was in control. She had the power. And now with no fans, all she, the only interaction she's getting is on social media. Oh, and they're so mean to her. And they're telling her yes. to kill herself and die. Jesus and she just Christ, broke. what? Yeah, and she broke down. She was just screw you. None of our listeners do that crap, so I shouldn't say screw you because our listeners ain't doing that crap. Yeah. But if your friends and friends of friends of friends are doing that, you tell them. I said, go screw themselves. Absolutely weak. That's so weak to jump on a tough guy keyboard and tell a woman to screw you. Tell anybody to do that. Screw no, you. It's terrible. Yeah. Um. David Draper is saying, how do you think fans would perceive current Roman Reigns when they eventually start selling out arenas again for Raw and SmackDown? Big pop. Mm. Ah. I, I I think this is working for him because I do fear they would pop for him a little bit. Yeah, maybe not yet. But maybe by the time they do have fans. I would. For what it's worth, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be cheering them on. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, WrestleMania will be interesting if if everything goes to plan, and they have that at Raymond James Stadium. That will be the first big show without, I mean, with fans. Um, WWE show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Peter By is asking, "What was the original plan for Abel team with Taker? Abel? Oh, me. No. Peter Bahi, so smart. Good memory." <laughs> Uh, this somehow ended up on my Wokipedia. If somebody can knows how to get your Wokipedia, that was a good, that was a good somebody slip. Take take that take that out because yeah. is it Wikipedia or Wikipedia? Wikipedia, but Wikipedia is better. I like that. <laughs> Does that have another meaning? Uh, anyways, um, well, listen, because on Wikipedia it says like my character was able. No, I I was wearing a mask in OVW to work like on my body language to play bigger if that makes sense, to work on my body language, uh, on moves, and, and stalking my opponents, and going slower, but letting my body do more of the talking, if that makes sense. And wearing a hood was supposed to help me do this. Cornette went crazy, because I was the top babyface at the time. Like, you put him in a hoodie, you be, he's a good-looking guy. Why are you putting him in a... Like, he went bonkers on them over that, Johnny Ace. And ripped Johnny Ace a new asshole over it. Um, but did what I was told, wore it in practice... And then wore it on OVW television. And a long story short, uh, Stephanie and the writers had said that um, when I do get pulled up, one of the ideas that they had was, because yeah, I told them I'm getting used to the mask. They asked me if I like the mask. I'm like, I don't really like it, but I've gotten used to it. I'm like, all right, well, you may be wearing it because we have an idea for you. And uh, the idea was pitched as, uh, one of the writers pitched it as Abel, Kane's brother. Hmm. So by proxy, Undertaker's brother. <laughs> And so, in my head, I was like, this would be, okay, I'll wear the hood. I don't give a shit. If I get to be there, brother, hell yeah. But um, it didn't work. I didn't wear it. Instead, somehow, Vince came up with a stuttering character. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, but that was an idea that I have talked about a couple times that they yeah. did pitch. But that Man, was that's... not a character of mine. So, for it says nicknames on Wikipedia, 
take Abel off. Are there any... <laughs> a tale uh, of two gimmicks, man. Yeah. Yeah, how drastically different. It's like uh, Dr. Isaac Yankum and Kane. So let me know? ask you this, though. You, nobody would recognize who you are mm-hmm. if you have yeah. to wear that mask. Yeah. So, yeah. like, maybe it's a good... I don't know. But then after, you know, over time, Kane had that mask for a long time, and then over time, you eventually... 23 years. Yeah, I'm going to have a 23-year run. <laughs> no, like that, that, I hope people need to give him way more credit than they do. I oh, hope yeah. Kane, Kane, they said it on the Stone Cold podcast, that is like the second greatest creation ever in WWE yeah. history as far as character goes. Hmm. And when you really think about it, when, when it's a, a gimmick that has nothing to do with the prior character that a wrestler has used... Vince has had mostly flops, you know, with the TL hoppers and, you know, all those kind of where he created a character out of nowhere. And those those two were gigantic successes, you know, uh, compared to a lot of the other ones. Yep. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Justin Lopez uh, saying the the Lib Morgan documentary. OK, it starts from April of 2019 when hmm. Riot Squad splits up until now. So, yeah. Uh, Couple more of these super chats, and let's go to the next segment. Uh, Keith Robinson saying, "This is early, but that Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross video piece before the match was literally pay per view worthy. That was awesome. It was awesome. It's really good. I mean, WWE they do those video packages better than better than anybody. Anybody. And that that's across everything. UFC. Well, yes. UFC doesn't pretty. Good UFC's too. they've copied them though. They copied wrestling in general with the build up of these fights and how they do it." Plus, when you're using real clips of people talking smack, it's, it's uh, you know, people really talking smack, it's, yes. it's different. Uh, Stephen K. saying, with WWE now licensing content to Peacock, how long until the WWE is ne- network is no longer a thing with the pay-per-view model returning? That was the talk before COVID. Um, I mean, Vince was strongly saying that on the investor calls, that they were looking to move the network somewhere else. So, um, And now with all the importance on streaming... I could definitely see that happening uh, this next year. So why would pay-per-views come back on television then? So uh, what the so what they would do, like the UFC model, is the UFC is on ESPN Plus. They do their free shows, but they also have a pay-per-view. So you have to be signed up for ESPN Plus, and then you pay another sixty bucks or seventy bucks for the UFC pay-per-view. So they're saying WWE they might for these streaming channels to make money, they'll need to charge for those pay-per-views. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like what's the last WWE pay-per-view you would have actually paid money for and how much? I mean, Mania this year was pretty good. That's probably Mania. But we just had a pay-per-view I, I really liked. WWE yeah. did. It was like three or four months ago. Survivor Series was good last night. but uh, No, no, it was like three or four months ago, and we all loved it. We all Summer were raving about it. We weren't expecting it to be that great. The one with Roman and Jey Uso? That one? Clash of Champions? Yeah, Clash of Champions. We were all really big good. on it. Like I gave it like an eight and a half. I think yeah, I yeah. forget. The name of it. Yeah. yeah, it's tough though. Yeah, Jackson Collins saying just popping in to send love and support the podcast. About to hit bed. Stay safe, boys. Alexa was gold tonight. Push Keith Lee and Matt. Love the hat, brother. Thank you, Jackson, Absolutely. as always. And then Chris Pantaleo saying Matt could have been the third brother, the morgue. Yeah. Pretty good. It. Yeah. So, uh, number one, so we set up Asuka versus Lana in a backstage segment tonight uh, with, uh, I don't know, maybe they're teaming up that was friendly, set up the one-on-one match for the championship. But before that, we had a number one contender's triple threat qualifying match, Riddle versus Sheamus. This was a very lengthy match. 
Uh, both guys got a lot in. Riddle did ultimately get the win, though, and he's going to go on to that triple threat next week. Uh, so we've talked about his atrocious promos. What did you think of the wrestling tonight that he uh, did? What? Right What's that? Well, no, I'm saying, like, so Riddle, you know, we, we bag on his promos. We bag on his character. The line his wrestling him. Excuse me. His wrestling is always amazing. I think he's great in the ring, bell to bell. I think he's incredibly original. His moveset's different, and you can't take your eyes off him. I don't like his entrance. I can't stand his entrance. Um, the flip-flops I hate, right? But from there on, once the bell rings, my eyes are glued to everything he does in that yeah. ring. Yeah, he's he's great in, in he the really ring. He really is. He is. And this match, I mean, this match was really, really good. Um, yeah, it was. My only complaint, and this is with just tons of wrestling in general today, is this: they kick out a two uh, too often. When Sheamus is hitting the white noise from the second rope, um, it, it's just it, it, if if you can't keep someone down for two, it just makes it just means it didn't really hurt all that much. So I don't know. I, I just think they kick out a two way too often, and that's across the board. That's not just this match; it's all over. Um, but the match itself, it was solid. Yeah. It was good. We'll see what happens. You think uh, Riddle's going to face Drew with the, the pay-per-view? Go all the way? No. No. So you, the the plan is, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to spoil it. Maybe I'll say it at the end when we're when we're almost done. Okay. There you have it. Just uh, remind me. <clears throat> got it. Uh, Firefly Funhouse tonight. The high point of the show. Yeah. We had uh, Brian Alexa talking about friendship, the vile, evil, repulsive friendships. Uh, talking about Randy Orton setting fire to the Wyatt compound. And then we had Friendship Frog showing up with a counterpoint, talking about the value of friendship. Uh, Alexa uh, t- going into her trance, attacking Friendship Frog. And then you might say, okay, new character, kind of silly, kind of stupid. But then we got a <coughs> Friendship Frog montage of like his life as a tadpole. All the way through, uh, like high school graduation, uh, the ca- character. I thought they put more creativity and effort into this than anything else on the show tonight. Very original. Can't say it ain't. It's very good. I liked it a lot. I think these two are still the best part of the show, and it's the one thing that really stood out as being different. Always, always the best part of the show. Always, every week. Yeah, it's good. I think it, these get a little redundant after a while, but it's still. It's well, still entertaining. When they're doing new characters, they, but that's, I think, the reason why I especially want to give this one a Sentiraj. I do feel yeah. like they've phoned it in with the Firefly Funhouse, but doing a new character, doing that montage at the end, like, this wasn't just a rehash of things we've seen before. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was good. Uh, and on social media, this is, like, was one of the standout things everyone was talking about. And I think that in a show that just feels so repetitive and boring so often... Uh, we should definitely applaud their creativity. Let's talk about the Raw Women's title match, Lana versus Asuka. Matt, did you think Lana was going over tonight? I really did. I thought tonight was her night. Big debut on WWE Network, you know, behind her, right? And here was the push. The Rockets been on her for weeks. I mean, like, couldn't everybody predict this? she was going to win? I thought Naya or Shayna might interfere and pull something. I mean, I didn't know what I expected <laughs> to happen. No, I'm seriously. <laughs> And part of me was like, am I going to, was like, if Lana goes You thought they were going to interfere on her behalf? Yeah, or do something weird. I mean, I don't know. Like, Raj, we've been hearing from the quote-unquote dirt sheets now for for weeks. Oh, big push coming for Lana. I haven't seen that. I think that's fans taking that as a... I think the big push was what you saw last night was Lana. That wasn't a big push. I know. 
to be able to answer and say, no, we would never bully one of our own talents, especially a female talent. We would never do such a thing. We would never punish her because her husband is a free thinker and wanted to go elsewhere. No, we wouldn't do that. Don't, I mean, doesn't it make Lana look bad when she's celebrating winning a match that she didn't do one thing in? <laughs> you know, um, like... Yes and no. Yes and no. What are you supposed to do? As a heel, yes. I could see you're celebrating and acting like you well, want what something What do you want big. to do? Like, yelling curse? Like, damn it, I won this way. I didn't want to no, win just, this way. Well, just be like, hey, yeah, I got you back, Naya. You didn't tag me in. Well, now I won the match. You know, be, be sassy about it. But when you're acting like it's a big okay. achievement, you know what I mean? Yeah, they didn't. I think they could yeah. have done more with that and let her go out there and cut like a babyface promo. Guys, or... guys, she's not any type of spotlight. They do not write. They don't put any energy into writing for her. Huh. The only energy they put into is like, how can we screw her over this week and send a message to this Rusev guy? I mean, so seriously, this she did match... pick up a win this week, but she did get her ass kicked the whole match. Too. Yeah. So, Nia and Shayna were on commentary. They got involved in this match. Uh, they started beating up Asuka to cause a DQ during this, and that which led to Asuka and Lana teaming up uh, and be- and Asuka beating uh, Nia and Shayna essentially in the tag match. I mean, I, I could see... <sighs> Do they keep this pairing going with Lana and Asuka, or is Asuka going to get a one-on-one opponent it, for DLC? I, I, I will say this. If they do that, and they keep them as a tag team for, let's say, more than two months, mm-hmm. then I will admit... I am wrong, and they really did have plans for Lana to do something some semi-big with her and take her a little bit more seriously, but I don't think that's the case. I mean, I, I, I can see them doing Lana and Asuka versus uh, Naya and um, Shayna at the pay-per-view for the titles. That's uh, it, though. Would, yeah, but I, I don't see it going much farther than that. They, they how, will not win. Yeah. They will not win. But how... We talk about this a lot, broken record here, but how insulting to the rest of the Raw Women's Division and any other talent if we're not even going to have Asuka defend her title and have two women face for the tag titles at TLC and so we're just going to combine them all into one match. It depends on what they do with it. Right? And they could. It, they, I mean, they still could have a title defense too with Asuka. They've had... Asuka uh, goes twice a night. Yeah. She's done it. Uh, Leonza Duncan saying he's been a Riddle fan since UFC. That this is him, of course, turned up. But again, that's him. He failed pot test for pot there. The bro thing was over in the Indies and NXT. There's a difference between the Indies and the main roster in front of millions of people. And yep. if that, you know, yes, that's him. But if that's turned up, maybe he should turn it down because I think there's enough <laughs> people that are going to find that irritating. That you know that you start getting that fan backlash. It's so, just. I'm sorry. Not everybody dialed up is a good thing. Right. It's so unoriginal. Why don't we just, uh, you know, have his new gimmick be that he thinks he's super handsome and he's very vain. I mean, like the bro thing is like perhaps second only to that in the most played out repeated gimmick in modern professional wrestling. Uh, Jody Shauna Jenkins saying two ways to liven up the tag division on Raw. Bring up Breeze and Fandango or bring back the Gemini. I forgot about the Gemini. Gemini, where did you get that? You like his relative, the relative or something? Or the Shane, tw- the Shane twins. Good, 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 call- good reference because I don't think that word has ever been said on this podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> Those are good guys too, by the way. Good, good guys. Yeah, Justin Lopez saying the payoff to this whole thing has to be Lana winning the tag titles from Nia and Shayna, presumably in a tables yes. match at TLC. Oh, yes. Yes, that. if that's the case, again, I will eat my words and say, you know what? I was wrong. 
Yeah. Antoine Ferris saying, Matt Sarcasm, the best part of the show tonight. It's the best part of every show. <laughs> that's funny. Noah Jennings saying that that's what my mom says about Riddle, that the bro thing was so 90s. Like when your mom is dunking on Matt Riddle, maybe it's a bad guy. <coughs> Tina Miller saying, I don't like Matt Riddle and I like everybody. Right. Pete Dunn. That was the best he was when he was paired with Pete Dunn. That's the, like the three weeks that I found him amusing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oscar uh, uh, and Lana won this non title match against Shayna and Oscar with Oscar rolling up Baszler for the pin and the win. Uh, backstage MVP caught up with Matt Riddle. Can't stop talking about Matt Riddle. Matt pitching the Hurt Business's ideas, including. Pizza flavored yogurt or brogurt. Um, oh, Jesus mm. Christmas. <laughs> just getting mad. Yeah, it was just so bad. Yes. yes. No, it gets you angry. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> it's and so it's annoying. like, you want to talk derivative? Remember that Ali G, uh, Ali G thing from like 20 <laughs> years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was like a bad bootleg version of that. It was not funny at all. Um, MVP was good here. I think I thought yeah. MVP. He's acting good. irritated. Uh, I thought he comes across real. Always. Yeah. But yes, the high point when he said that they're not bros, Riddle went, aw. Uh, but aside from that, I don't know. So he, uh, good news, everybody. Matt Riddle's going to come up with more business ideas, and we'll see what happens with him in the Hurt Business yeah. in the weeks to come. Next. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee. This was interesting. So I have to admit, I uh, left the room for a moment before the finish of this match. How did this That's... work with MVP interfering and causing the DQ for Keith Lee to win this? Yeah. I, I, Lashley, it looked like Keith Lee was going to beat Lashley. So I guess, I mean, it ended up being the same deal. So instead of Lee beating Lashley clean, you know, by pin, he interfered and caused a DQ. So hmm. Lashley wasn't beaten. This is this this I mean think about it. You just admitted you got up and left the room during Bobby Lashley versus Keith Freaking Lee. Th- th- this is the problem. This should have been a pay-per-view main event potential type of match. And it's yeah. not. One, because Bobby Lashley is not a multi-former world champion by now, which he should have been and should be. Um and Keith Lee, what they've done with him has been absolutely atrocious atrocious there's oh my little boy's coming out here oh yeah oh go back inside. he's going back inside his mom's a little boy sorry <laughs> yeah. that's adorable um he misses me um but um what was i saying keith lee like uh, we talk about it all the time ad nauseum nakamura samoa joe finn balor the demon King. so many nxt products that were ready to go to mainstream television Ron SmackDown as is. Don't touch them. They're ready to go. Some of the main event talents, even I would argue. Yeah. On Raw or SmackDown, they could have been. And they have to get in their own goddamn way every single time. Every time. Keith Lee, I thought it would be impossible. He's the one guy I'm going, nope. They have to see it. There's not, I can say it every week. There's not another Keith Lee growing on a tree somewhere for them to go find and pluck out of indie indie USA companies. It, you're not going to find another guy like that. Not that talks like him, sounds like him, works like him, looks like him. You're just not. 
and I don't get it. I don't get it for the life of me. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. That being said, I, I thought the match itself was pretty good. And they, I mean, these both these guys are doing leapfrogs, and I mean, these are oh, huge. The dudes. match was awesome. But no, again, I was enjoying it. But 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 again, this is a marquee main event yeah. pay per view type of match, and both talents should be a hell of a lot further along than where they're at and how they're positioned and viewed upon. Look at what match number this was. When we get to the arena each day, guys, there's this huge whiteboard with everyone's matches on it. From the very beginning of, like, back in the day when they had Sunday Night Heat and dark matches, on to Raw, and then it lists from one through whatever, five, or one through eight. And, like, eight would be, like, your main event, generally speaking, right? And it's, like, to look at that whiteboard, it's Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee, like, three, four? Get the... No, no, there's no excuse for this. Yeah. I can't stand them sometimes. The, 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 how they write for these guys. I agree. Uh, Terrence Witted is asking uh, Matt Riddle as a heel. Um, yeah, I think he had better success. Uh, I, I think he changed his presentation up. I imagine, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know he if he could pull to. it off, but. I think he could. I think he'll annoy people. Uh, and I think that's when he'll get into the cocky thing. Whenever we become heel and we have that much experience, the first thing we all do is like, "I'm better than every, I'm better than all of you," and like that's so easy to do. Yeah. And that's like, st- wrestler starter, heel kit <laughs> type of gimmick. Yeah. And everyone, every go back in time, every wrestler pretty much has done it. The first time being heel for the most part. And uh, I think he he'll have to do that when he turns heel. I think it'll be natural for him to want to do that. Or annoy people with a bro thing on purpose and be written mm. to do so. Yeah. Maybe they're doing that now. Maybe he is a heel. They just haven't shared it with us. <laughs> uh, perhaps. Uh, but no, this was a good match. I think it's so smart they protected Bobby in this to let Keith Lee uh, proceed to the triple threat next week, which is good. Keith's new music, uh, people seem to like it. I don't know. Still not better yeah. than his original. I think the problem is you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's the same thing that happened with Shinsuke after that yep. terrible debut feud with Dolph. Dolph. Like you, the audience gets you. You just get this like stench of uh, mismanagement on you. I don't want to say failure. It sucks. But, it's not yeah, part of the talent, but it's the truth. Yeah, you're just trying to dig yourself out of a hole the entire time. It's really unfortunate because he was white hot coming out of NXT. Glenn, why is your square so big in the middle? What do you mean? Your square is bigger than me and Raj's, I just noticed. I'm not seeing that. Uh-huh. Your size is. I knew it. <laughs> not going there. We're not doing that ad tonight, Matt. Uh, we're going to make it through the show. We're going to make it through the podcast. Okay. So, Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss. Great recap video. Yes. Before this, setting it up. Um Love Alexa's new entrance theme, which we've been hearing now for a couple of weeks, but we really got to hear it tonight. Uh, good match. She no-sold a lot of uh, Nikki's offense. And then when she was affected by it, she broke down crying, uh, pretending what's happening, uh, essentially faking out Nikki before dropping her with her version of Sister Abigail. Loved this was it. everything it needed to be. Yes, it was. This was perfect. This was this exact. I'm always nervous when she's like how they're going to present her when it's time to wrestle. But this is how you do it. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Just um, don't do it too much. Just don't do it too much. 
Yeah, I don't think you could do a, a full match of the the crying and stuff like right. they did tonight. But um, it was very well done. Yeah, it was cool. I, I, I'd prefer they they probably keep her matches short. You know. Yes. Um, yes. More care. Still, just do the character stuff. Um, super short. If she has to wrestle again, her money right now isn't really in wrestling. Even though she's a great wrestler, it's that character. It's the stuff doing stuff with adding to Bray. She helped freshen Bray up again in the Fiend character, in my opinion. Yeah. But I'm telling you, look what she did tonight when she won and the facial expression, what she did in turning to the camera and doing that look. I'm telling you, she could be the biggest female star in the entire company if they book her right, right now. She's a good-ass actor, isn't she? So good. So good. And I'm telling you, just that gravitas she had. And again, she might not be the most talented woman in the ring, She's but, one of them, dude. She's she, no, first, she's definitely no, first but I'm, dual champ. No, but you know what I'm saying, though, Matt, because we've talked about this before. I think she should chase Asuka and possibly take the title off Asuka. And I know people have said she's not quite at that level of technical wrestling that Asuka is, but I'm saying her gravitas, her demeanor, her star quality, um, I think she, she's got it. Well, they, and they, they desperately Kelly, need that right now. Are they treating her like she's Kelly Kelly or something? She could um, absolutely work. She no, absolutely she work with Oscar. I'll take that. I'll argue with anybody on that. Oscar's like better. I'm not going to say she's not. Absolutely. But if that's the barometer, then who the hell is going to be able to get in the ring with her then? I know. Because no, not, not many others can hang with her as far as if you're talking about technical style wrestling that can do every single thing that she can do, there's not many that can. Sasha's yeah. amazing. None of them could at the level that Oscar does. That's like saying the same thing with Daniel Bryan. Like, if you can't hang with Daniel Bryan, technical, <laughs> technically speaking, then you don't get to wrestle him? Get the fuck out of here. Well, That's so here's the question, though. Okay, so here's the question, though, Matt. So if she's arguably comes across she, like the biggest she, female star on Raw, mm-hmm. does she need the title? Or do we keep her separate from that? If she's going to do more superpowers type stuff, you know what I mean? Like 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 uh, um, no-selling stuff and uh-huh. and magical stuff here and there, right? Like superpower crap. Like Undertaker stuff, right? Or Bray Wyatt. Like the Fiend, types. yeah. Like yeah. the Fiend. I say no because I said the same rule about uh, should apply to the Fiend. I remember when they tried to put him in the championship match at first. I'm like, this is a terrible idea. He doesn't need a title. He shouldn't even know what the hell of the title is mm-hmm. because he's a monster. He doesn't care about titles. He cares about coming on TV and causing destruction. Yeah, and it seems like the two times they did put the title on him, they didn't know what to do once they did. It hurt him, is what it did. It hurt him, and it oversaturated him. Yeah. Wow! Uh, David Draper is saying, do you see AJ Styles finishing his career with WWE? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, same here. I think he recently re-signed, and he's he's 43. Uh, I think he's definitely finishing up. Enrico Palazzo. (laughs) Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! (laughs) You know, Enrico Palazzo was Chubbs from Teen Wolf. That guy. The guy who said it's Enrique Palazzo. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. No, and I'll give you another one. He's from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, right, right. I never saw that Pee Wee's Big Adventure, but I remember hearing that. Oh, what was his name of Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Um, uh, something oh. is. Something is. What was it? Francis. 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 Yeah. <laughs> beat me to it. All right. So he's asking, where in the world is Naomi? Naomi had a oh. surgery in in September uh, for a, a massive fibroid. Is fibroid? Is that how you say it? 
um, but it had been causing her anemia, fatigue, uh, and some oh, wow. abdominal pain, other issues for the oh, past man. year and a half. So she's recovering from that. So whenever, I think whenever she's ready. And then finally, Justin Lopez with the Super Chat saying, Bliss is the logical choice to take the title off Asuka right now. Everyone okay. else in that division is cold AF. I mean, yeah. That's a good point. Who, who else is over? Like, what's WrestleMania? Is, mm. It's probably just a multi-person match is what it's looking like right now with how they've been booking them. Yeah. There's okay. a lot they could do. Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see uh, what direction it goes in. But I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens with it. I think Alexa, in particular, and I'm going to say this: Alexa's overshadowed Bray, in my opinion. I mean, she's the reason to tune in and watch each week. Bray is her sidekick, not the other way around. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about the main event tonight. Which oh, we saw the Undertaker 30 year package again i like how they edited in the stuff from last night it was very well done I this thought. package is one of the best packages they've done in a long time it's awesome yeah absolutely uh but then we had the uh, number one contenders qualifying uh match randy orton versus aj styles the winner is going to go on to face that triple threat versus keith and riddle next week on raw I like how they were referring to the like this. They said, uh, this is like a WrestleMania type matchup earlier in the night. It's like, yes, it was at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in this match, uh, the Fiend made an appearance, getting in Randy Orton's head. So it looks like we're gonna have more of Randy and uh the Fiend and Bray going forward. AJ uh getting the win, and he's gonna go on next week to that triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. So, that'd be good. As for right now, it's a triple threat. That'll be good, though. I think it'll be a good triple threat. And you think it's going to be uh so what Raj was talking spoilers. You think it's going to be Fatal 4-Way with Braun? Well, we'll, uh, we'll do that at the very end. I don't want to, because this is a spoiler. What, spoiler what? They're advertising for house shows? Like, where is where's the confirmed? It's all rumors. It's all uh, this is pretty. Classic. This is pretty set, the, what the main event of TLC will be. Oh, Scoop's Geary over here. I know, uh, I think it's cool, wait, making everybody wait to the end of their podcast. It's not my scoop, but... <laughs> okay, so Matt Morgan, final thoughts on Raw, so Raj can get to spoiling TLC? Um, it was very... Meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just felt long in the tooth. Like, it wasn't... Uh... It wasn't bad. But it wasn't great. It wasn't good. No. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Taylor's asking, did you guys not see the fiend jump over the barricade? I think I missed that. Because um, I, he was oh, just, when he ran away? When, when he was behind him. Yeah. And he made the scary sound. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Randy Orton versus the fiend. Just it, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't get me interested. There's history, at least. Yeah, and, and remember that like, they had one of the worst like, WrestleMania okay. title matches of but all time. That was because they were projecting shit on the ring, and then there was that House of Horrors match. Which was but one the, the buildup. <laughs> but with Randy burning down the shack, that was awesome. Yeah. The segment, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, Orton, when he was with the Wyatt family for a few, that, those few weeks, was pretty cool, but. Yeah. But. It was yeah. pretty cool. Well, we'll see. I'd rather see Edge. Edge versus the Fiend. Someone new. Someone someone new step in there. And Edge should be coming back fairly soon in the next couple of months. I think Randy with the cinematic match, like what he did with Cena, would be uh really, really good. 
Yeah, I think once fans are starting to come back, I'm kind of done with cinematic matches. They, I feel like they keep getting worse and worse. <clears throat> okay, let's spoil TLC and uh, wrap this baby up. All right, real quick. First off, type, Top Flight officially signed with AEW. So good. They're very, they're exciting. They're fun to watch. Oh. Yeah. And then also the ratings this past week, SmackDown. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. But it did its second best number since WrestleMania. It has been on a tear since this Roman Reign heels turn. Uh, Sasha heels turn. Bank champion. And Sasha, yeah. And with the Sasha stuff and, you know, stuff with Bailey. So it did 2.33 uh, million viewers on Fox. They did a 0. 0.7 in the 18 to 49 demo. That also is tied for their best number number in the demo since April. So, yeah. Uh, They've been they've really turned it around since the summer and they've been you know, they've been pretty hot. Good. Good news. All right. So now the spoiler. This is per Dave Meltzer. Um, the main event of TLC it's gonna be Drew McIntyre defending against Braun Strowman. So uh. maybe there's a non finish next week or Braun comes back and it turns into a four way. But that is that. And, you know, there there had been a tease for Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, but that might not be happening yet at TLC. So we'll so see. So, great. This is exactly what I told you guys a long time about. Any, not any, but a big guy like my size is called stealing the pay-per-view. You're always in a position, even if you lose every match, where because you're humongous, it could always be that one time that people might believe that you might win. Um and therefore, they steal they, they, what's called stealing a pay-per-view. They did it with Nathan Jones when that WrestleMania and that they were going to have him in a tag match with Undertaker versus A-Train and Big Show. He just wasn't ready yet, so they couldn't let him wrestle. But originally, that's the first time I heard the term, we're going to steal a pay-per-view match with him because mm-hmm. um, he's huge. And Braun is at a point where ain't nobody believing he's beating Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And that's a shame that we're at that point and we don't, we can't see that happening. That's crazy. Right. But he ain't winning. Hell no. What year was it that Braun was on fire? Was that 2017, 2018? 2018? Even when when the poor guy beat Goldberg and finally got to live out his dream of becoming champion, it was like two years too late. Yeah. I was so, I was happy for him. I like him. He's a good guy. But just like, they did him terrible. They did terrible. They started him the right way. And then they ruined it. Yeah. His first time versus Brock, it should have been his crowning achievement. Yeah. He beat Brock his way. It should have went down. Great Balls yeah. of Fire, the ambulance match against Roman, yes. the destruction match against Elias. He was ready. He was yeah. ready. Yeah, absolutely. DNA of TNA Morgan fan uh, saying, hey, guys, Edge versus Fiend at Mania is actually planned. That's one of the matches they're discussing. They've also, uh, there's a few others, but um, that's that, interesting. that is one of them. Uh-huh. That'd be an interesting match. Yeah. Sure. Tina Miller saying Daniel Bryan and Roman at WrestleMania. Ooh. Ooh. What don't you like about it, Raj? Well, they've been beating Daniel Bryan on Smack. Like, he, Jay Uso beat him a few weeks ago. I always hate that. Like, that someone's going to gonna be in a world title match. They need to be getting wins. Then they need to start right, right away. But what I, yeah, I think what most people really want is Roman versus The Rock, if that could happen. But Oh, yeah, of course. If that can't. Gee. Um, <laughs> Like, you think? That's like saying, you know what I mean? Like, most people want Roman versus Hulk Hogan. And well, no, The Rock is Stone for the Cold. first... But The Rock has been saying it himself, so it, it seems yes, more of has. a possibility. He has. I hope so. 
Yeah, and then finally Seth Rollins is out for now. Uh, we mentioned this on the podcast last night. He's on paternity leave. leave. Yeah. So he's probably out for the rest of the year. Yep. Hopefully he comes back, Royal Rumble, babyface, the whole Messiah thing's done. I hope the Messiah thing is done too. It's ruined my love of Messiahs. <laughs> Stop uh, reading Twitter, Glenn. I'm not reading Twitter. I'm <laughs> censoring myself. I was like, how far am I going to go with this? I was, say, I was thinking of joining a cult, and now I'm just completely turned <laughs> off the idea. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Braden Cease, $2, saying, have you guys ever checked out OSW Review? I have no clue what he's talking about. I don't know wait, what that wait, is. Wait, 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 wait. I have heard of those initials. Was <laughs> I, mean, sure. I was thinking OVW at first, but... No, I don't know. Sorry. Dude. Old school wrestling reviews. Yeah, okay. There you go. No, I've never never seen that. Uh, someone had a good point in the chat. Tina Miller saying the rock can't happen with no fans. No. No, there's supposed, we'll supposed to be fans. There's supposed to be fans. Vaccine, maybe. Although I'm reading today, like we're not gonna get it as quickly in the distribution, and I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited about these vaccine they're developments. December 11th is when they're going to start pouring out. And to, like here in Florida, the plan is they'll put them in the uh, senior citizen homes first. Right. Yes. First responders, frontline workers. Yes. Uh, but hey, three vaccines. Yeah. Which all, one are you going to get? All 95%. AstraZeneca also 95, 90% with the, uh, the smaller dose first and the bigger dose second. And it's tough because, you know, no one wants to end up with the beta max of vaccines. No. Technically superior, just not as popular. No. Well. My beta humor falls flat still. <laughs> 30, 35 no. years of making the VHS no, beta joke. Betamax was actually better. It was better, but, and I lost, I died on that hill many a time. Yeah. And you remember, remember when your video store stopped carrying Betamax and it was just all VHS? What was, like, I don't remember Betamax, honestly. I actually so never had, I've never seen one, but I've heard like that's what they would use at like TV stations and yes. stuff because so of higher quality. When video, when VCRs came out, there were uh, two different formats primarily. One was VHS, which some manufacturers, some electronics companies were behind. Then there was Betamax, which was Sony's format. And with studios, it was like, oh, you have to choose. Are you going to release? It's kind of like Xbox or PlayStation. You know, where are you going to release your tapes? and put them out on and vhs was cheaper even though it was shittier quality so it became more popular oh really yes it's what like did a, look like was it a tape or was it yeah it was a tape but it was uh it wasn't as um big it was like more like a square than a rectangle i do remember it then i do remember it then i don't remember what it looked like physically once you put it in the machine and played it like yeah. better quality like you guys are saying it was better quality it was kind of like when they had uh hd dvd versus blu-ray, blu-ray. there for a little yes. bit which one's better? HD, right? Well, Blu-ray won, uh, but I, th- I think it was actually pretty comparable. I think there it was, was just a e- different disc authoring. Yeah, form. exactly. Like the quality and everything was the same. I think Blu-ray just had Sony's backing, and it it uh, it won out. The format wars, I'm telling you, uh, that's pretty and- dead too. Now no one uses physical media. You know, it's all streaming. I'm debating if I get the new Xbox, getting the one that doesn't even have a disc drive. You just download everything. Physical media is dying. It's true. I've I've got like a stack of games, and I don't, I can't remember where it is half the time. Yeah, because we download everything. So, any other news? Any other that things is to it. cover? Yeah, that is it. Doing a tight sixty here tonight. 
Yeah, yeah, um, we were like right, right on there. Let's let's throw one more, uh, one more thing just to get us. Uh, so, da, 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 da. oh yeah, Matt Morgan is go. thrilled Eternal. with this one more thing. <laughs> Eternal Goat ninety five saying this is why they should have been building up Big E. Well, I think I mean, they should always be building him up, but why in this case? I think uh, not having a, a big opponent at WrestleMania, maybe if The Rock can't wrestle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here he goes. In case Rock versus Roman doesn't happen. Okay. And Michael the Virus pointed this out on Twitter, and people are talking about it. Abaddon is returning on AEW on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Where the hell? Where has she been? Injured. She's injured. She was. She got injured. Uh, gosh, some sort of jaw injury. But yeah, she's she's back. Good. Yeah. There you have it, folks. So Wednesday night, who's on the Wednesday night podcast? Yeah. Me. Just me and Matt this week. You two Short. together. Yeah. So it's gonna be the shortest podcast we've <laughs> having a candlelight podcast discussing AEW and NXT. Why we talk about candlelight? I just seem more romantic. <laughs> Talk about what you're thankful for. Uh, you can air your grievances. <laughs> be a lovely. Uh, so Matt and I though are going to be on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, to talk about the SmackDown after Thanksgiving. Oh, will there be a food fight? Tune in to find out. Not on this podcast, but likely on SmackDown. Until yeah. next time, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Rajgary underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.